yeah, 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 we in the his house right about now, my Watuaroho people. It's your brother from another motherland, Mr. Mikel, the energy. We are in the game right now, family. Mm. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. How are Ono? Thank you for tuning in with me, family. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with you in the name of Spiritual Health. This is Monday, and we're talking about my art right now. Let's get it in. You don't know. All right, okay, let's get it in. Peace in, family. This is our Monday Rising Live. And as always, Monday is for the calling of my art. We want to get into the conversation and game of my art family. This is our culture. This is our way of life. I want to play the vocal, man. I want to hear some vocals right now. Big up Sol is on this one. Beautiful vocalist, longtime friend and sister of mine. She just brings the, the vibe on this track, man. I remember we went uh, to the studio around 20, I want to say 2020. Uh, we dropped this one. It's I'm a Piano Song. This was made by Evolution Music out there in Soweto, South Africa, Zanzi. And uh, yeah, that's my people, man. My family, we're in the game. It's rising. As always, we're here to talk about spiritual health. Ma'at. Do you know what Ma'at is? Do you understand the concept, the principle of Ma'at? And if so, do you understand how it can be applied to your life right now yeah let's get in the game we're talking about something very special today man yeah inside this one's for all my Chezajis. Chezarojo's coming up real soon. This August, we're getting it in. I'm also going to be teaching Ama Piano meditation. How to use the Ama Piano music for meditation, family. If you're familiar with Chezarojo, you already know this. And we're going to be getting in the game even more. This summer's activation season. Let's go. Don't go anywhere, family. After we're gonna get in. We're gonna talk about spiritual law, family. It's time. Let's get it in. We demand breath for the animals. We demand breath.
Peace in family. You know, family, this uh, season we are talking about, this season we've been talking a lot about the nature of sex. And that is the, that is the conversation and the theme of this season in Warojo House. Um, we want to unpack sex as a concept and really open up new language, new definition, new understanding around this area. And I shared a couple videos this rising from my time in Khalifi, a couple videos actually. Um, and yeah, I plan to share them anyway, but to, both of these videos speak to a couple narratives we have around sex and sexuality that I want to touch on here actually. And feel free to probe me if you have any questions of your own in regards to this. But one of the videos, in fact, let me share it just for context. Um, if anyone's looking. So one of the videos, let's start with, let's start with this video right here. I don't know if you guys get audio on the back of this, yeah? But this is one of the videos right here, yeah? That I shared this rising. Now this was a video from my time when I was in Kilifi. Uh, there's a, a community that I was very familiar with. I'd frequently visit. I'd be there all the time, to be honest with you just hanging out and this is uh, a cultural dance that they do uh often when there's a special event happening or it's something they're celebrating um there's many different names for this cultural dance in tanzania this is called Baikoko. it's very famous um in tanzania but it's known amongst the swahili people as something they do culturally very provocative and obviously very very sexy at the same time um now what I wanted to talk about in regards to sexuality is often, you know, in the West, they call that twerking, right? And twerking actually is, is a name that was created by African-Americans for what they do in a similar way. Down there, I think, I uh, want to say Atlanta, New Orleans, this is a cultural thing, yeah? It's not new. It's become commercialized and become known as twerking later on. But, the point is, I remember seeing a video of these sisters in Ghana on top of, uh, they were standing on top of, uh, uh, I think, um, a slave castle or slave ruins where uh, slaves were transported. And I think they were taking a picture and they started twerking. I don't know the concept, but they started shaking their behind, right? And then the internet went on outrage and was like, yeah, disrespect, they're twerking, they're doing these things, they're twerking, they're twerking. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, contextually, I understand why people would look at that a particular way. And I don't know the intentions of the sisters, so I'm not going to comment on that. But what I am going to comment on is overall our perception of that kind of dance and where we like to place it in terms of morality you see, we always look at twerking or moving in that way as degrading, uh, vulgar, you know, and something that should be kept behind closed doors and in particular private settings. And I'm putting forward that this is the exact reason that there are a lot of sexual misconducts and confusion in regards to that and you come to the motherland 
right? What you will see is those particular dances that we call ratchet or call low and stuff like that is very common and it's very open. As you see in a video I just showed you, that was daylight in the very, in the center of the community. See, there's children there, old men, old women, and no one had a problem. In fact, they were cheering them on, yeah, um, and excited about it. And I see a lot of intellectual uh, black people always, you know, looking down on those particular styles of dancing and those particular movements. These though, that uh, perception is leaning into our colonized ideas of self. In our quest to be taken more seriously, in our quest to be seen as intelligent members of society and functional people or people that should be seen at the level of, you know, other races and cultures, we tend to degrade um, our own, our very own natural processes and our own natural inclinations. You see, uh, you know, you often get comments like you don't see Jews twerking on, you know, Holocaust sites, for example. You don't see uh, people of... You don't see this white people dancing and twerking where their ancestors or where they're dead or where the people of the war have been buried. And I'm like, well, you don't see them doing that anyway. <laughs> That's not their way of life. You see, what you will find in the motherland when it comes to what I call Cesar Rojo as a universal term, but culturally it has different, whether it's uh, Bicoco, whether it's Singeli, whether it's... Uh, um, Mapuka, whether it's uh, there's another, there's so many different names. What you'll find is all these dances appear in ceremonies such as death, birth, and celebration of liberty, life, anniversary. You see, but we are the only ones who have this particular placement of it in a club setting, and that's the only place it exists, and that's the only place it's expressed. And essentially, that's the only place that it's allowed. And I believe, and I will put forward, that this is a damaging way to engage something that's actually spiritually sacred for us. Dance, which is why I talk about it so much, which is why I go all out, go out of my way to share it. Dance is intrinsically our spiritual way of life. You see, there is no wrong way for us to communicate our dance. There is no good dance or bad dance. There is us expressing the cause of the spirit led by the rhythms around us. You see, and some may be called to dance in the way that I uh, just showed. And some may be called to dance in other ways. There's no wrong and right. And all are honored by the ancestors. All is in honor of ancestors. You know, there is this weird space we, we put our ancestors in like in this like again we look at it from a eurocentric uh eurocentric point of view in regards to the church in regards to saints and how <laughs> how our ancestors will, will look you know we see them as these uh you know almost like these greek gods sitting in stone 
that you must, you know, go in and, you know what I'm saying? They are to be honoured, but who's to say our way of honouring looks like how Europeans honour their ancestors? Ours is, first and foremost, to dance. That is an actual scientific way to invoke the very spirit you're trying to honour, you see? And what we are doing uh, with Cesar Rojo is bringing back to knowledge and understanding those very uh, natural uh, processes that we have, you see? Um, yes, I think, it's, I think it's very important that we understand since we're talking about the nature of sex and sexuality as a whole, we must start to understand that that process of dancing, which is where we get to have our solo experience, of our own sexuality, our own, and when we say sexuality, we're talking about our creative expression, the freedom of our creative expression, experiencing ourselves in our bodies, having that uh, euphoric and meditative dance with self. That's so, 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 so important. And our disgust for it only comes because we, I mean, the ones who see it as degrading, we, it only comes from a space of not being able to control our lives. Any one of us who can control our life would not be afraid of such expressions, the freedom of such expressions, the openness of such expressions, the sharing of such expressions, the exposure of such expressions. It's only slaves that have to worry about that kind of expression because it calls on misconduct by people who are outside of your culture. And that's why I said at the beginning, I understand why we may look at what they call twerking as vulgar and degrading because the person who colonized us and enslaved us used it to degrade us and used it to carry out vulgar acts and experiences. So the act itself isn't vulgar, you see. But the programming we have from the act is of consequences that negatively impact us. But I'm saying today, when we stand in a place of ownership and self-autonomy, it is time to re-culture and re-indigenize our eyes and our minds and our perspectives to our very intrinsic and very natural expressions. It's so important that we do that for our spiritual health. Or what's going to happen, you just end up condemning everything that you are until white people go and create a class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We look down on pole dancing until white people say, yeah, pole dancing is good for your core strength. We're like, okay, let's do pole dancing. You know what I'm saying? How many, how many of you black Christians look down on yoga and say, no, that's some uh, uh, evil spiritual stuff. And then white people go and create hot stone yoga in the middle of central London and now you and your Christian friends after church are going for yoga. It's disgusting to me that we wait for the thumbs up from uh, white people and white institutions before we can express something that's so natural to us. I find it disgusting, you see, because it just shows how little we think of ourselves. You see what I'm saying? And, um, and this is actually why a lot of us play into uh, white acceptance and validation for the very things that we know and love because our own people will not support us. You get what I'm saying? Our own people don't pull up and show up for us. 
You see? If I I couldn't I can't tell you the amount of white people that want to be a part of Cesarojo and 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 contact me about it. You get what I'm saying? I can't tell you, you know? And so anyway, all of that to say, you know, this journey is about empowering ourselves who we are, who you are right now. Who you are right now is free. You get what I'm saying? And again, me I could go in, we could go into the science and because of the way we're all raised and born, we're born as intellectuals. We, we've grown up in the West and we, we, we put the mind and the intellectual pursuits on a pedestal. And so there are scientific benefits to dancing in these ways and you can break them all down and all of that kind of stuff. And there is, there is a space for that and we will do that, you know. Um, but I think what's really important especially on the subjects of sexuality, which is what we're talking about, is understanding that, you know, sexuality is about your freedom of expression, how you are playing the spirit, the game of the spirit. First of all, within yourself, the spirit comprises of masculine and feminine entities. And when you see people dance, when you see people dance, yes, they will call on these different energies in order to work through them. These are, this is a beautiful thing, family. This is why uh, in African cosmology, there's always been one creator. But from that creator, you have different deities or representations of that creator. In, in Yoruba, they call it Orishas, which we're most familiar with. In Kemet, they call it the Neter. You see, but each Neter, each Orisha will be a way for you to understand your own nature, therefore the nature of God. You see, so there is no, so going back to dance and creativity and let's broaden this out to art. Let's get some background music. Let's broaden this out to art. When it comes to art, you know, there shouldn't be, you shouldn't degrade any part of your artistic expression. There's no one good art and one bad art. These are expressions of self. You see what I'm saying? People don't like DMX when he talks about him talking to the devil, but they like DMX when he's talking about praying to God. But I'm like, it's the same being. He can do one because he does the other. Do you get what I'm saying? He can do one because he does the other. Some people don't like TP3 R. Kelly. He's talking about bend over, girl, let me slap that ass. And, you know, feeling on your booty. They like... uh God saved me, R. Kelly. And it's like, yo, a channel is a channel. You don't get, you can say which one you, is, is hit, is receiving your, you know, you're also a receiver. So you can say, all right, cool. I received this one more. Cool. But you can't condemn the channel. It's a channel. He's the one that gave you the good shit. The other shit you don't like, that I feel your business. So there is no good version of art and bad version of art. It's an, it's an expression. And this is why, like, me as an artist, you know, it's very important that I personally show and expose expose that one from my own art and help people understand that within you, you are a holistic being. There is no one, you know, this Eurocentric idea of God and this idea of God with a straight back on a throne and standing there and what is our call to me today? You know what I'm saying? That's more devilish than you can even imagine. The inability to express yourself, the inability to be, you know, that's why I don't even like the idea of straightness. You seen an African dance? You seen us the way we move? You seen the way we express ourselves? You seen the way we 
moved. Ain't nothing straight about us. Yes, and today we shall be learning the art of the pirouette. Place one hand over the hair and the eye and gently place your... T- Shut up, man. That's what, that's, that's what straight looks like. That's that Eurocentric idea. We don't live under them values. And the more and more you... The more and more you put that kind of expression, that point of view on a pedestal, is the more and more you're just going to degrade yourself. You're going to degrade yourself because you are a holistic being. There are energies coming to you constantly. Yeah? And the more you will get frustrated if you don't have a avenue for that part of your energy to be expressed. Where does your rage go? Where does your rage go? Where does it go? Where does rage go when it meets you? Where does lust go when it meets you? Do you know what to do with lust? Do you have do you have a safe space for your lust? And I'm not talking about pornography. Do you have a safe space for your lust? What about your anger? Or does every time it comes up in you, you fall victim to the to the natural expression? Or have you created a space? where you can channel the energy into something that produces a greater value for yourself in your life. This is what we're talking about. When you go into our ancestry, when you go into our culture family, these dances, dancing, dancing in these ways is never degraded. This is normal life. Totally acceptable, totally, totally able to be received and witnessed for what it is. You know what's so funny about this clip? It's right after this, because right after this, these same women just went back to work. <laughs> they just went to work. They just went, literally left there and just went back to doing whatever work they was doing right there before. You see? And we see this in our Caribbean culture as well, with carnival and stuff like that. Right? We need to have a space to channel these energies not something that takes us two steps back, but brings us two, four, five steps forward because of its channel. You understand? When you go into spiritual law family, right? There's the, the, the source law is peace. And it says that you were made in the likeness of a peace that nothing can disturb. Maintain your peace so that you may attain the reason you came into existence. And that's the enjoyment of life. Yes, the source law is your reason you exist is the enjoyment of life. The first law is nothing and no one can be against you. Can I tell you lot the law of the body? Because we're talking about the body and sex, right? When we talk, when we talk about sexuality, right? One of the reasons why we're talking about sexuality right now in the nature and the na- in in Roroho House and we're going into the nature of sex is because a lot of us are confined to the expression of the body when it comes to sexuality. That's all we talk about. But when it comes to spiritual law, your body is the last law. There's eleven laws that comprise your spirit, and your body is the last law. Your body is a spiritual law. Isn't that beautiful? Already you're looking at your body differently. Your body is a spiritual law and it is made for one purpose, sensation and pleasure. But check this out. The source law is 
the source law this is now when you pray to the most high and you say amen this is the law you're talking about it says you were made in the likeness of a peace that nothing can disturb reclaim your peace that you may maintain your reason for coming to existence the enjoyment of life the law of the body is this watch this and i'm saying these things because when you go to the motherland right no one in the motherland is reading these books other than the new generation right no one in the motherland is reading these books but when you go to the motherland and you go more rural you'll see that this is their way of life they understand this because ma'at is the culture of africa yes check this out this is the law of your physical body yeah know that from i'm gonna stop this because you need to hear this right now the law of your physical body yeah your eyes and your ears and your mouth and your nose and your pum pum and your body and your penis yeah <laughs> this is the law of your physical body know that from heaven you came Jeez, you like ready for that you like ready one more time know that from heaven you've came that's it that, well, no, that's not it that's the beginning know that from heaven you came and to heaven you will return I said know that from heaven you came and to heaven you will return no that's a fact seek not enduring works on earth all right then so what that means family <laughs> you are from heaven and the aspect of you that is from heaven is going to heaven will return back to the heavens so this isn't a question of whether you're gonna make it yeah you have made it your seek not enduring works on earth is saying that your time on earth as stated in the source law is to enjoy this life your time here is to enjoy this life and your being your body yes you need to explore and express the fullness of your body for greater awareness and spiritual power and wisdom you see this law coupled with the source law which is peace yeah when you hear me say peace in love out i'm talking about the journey of those two laws together this law the law of the body geb and the source law which we call amen is what creates what i call the heaven simulation in spiritual law they say heaven is a constant flow between pleasure and peace pleasure only exists in your physical body even pain is counted as pleasure the ability to feel anything 
is channeled through this physical vessel. Yes? One. And then to be able to be in the body, but of peace. All my Bible readers, that may sound familiar to you. The ability to be in the body, but of peace in terms of who you truly are, your highest self. When you lay down, you pray, say, Amen. That's who you are. That's the highest spiritual order. Amen. That's peace. Yes? To flow from consciousness in your physical body, to enjoy the pleasures of the body, and to live from a space of peace is to create a heaven simulation for yourself right here, right now. Right here. You got to say it, family. That's what it is. And so, there is no, there is no right way or wrong way. There's right and wrong for you. You're always going to be a villain in someone's story. I hope you know that. I hope you know, you're always going to be a villain in someone's story. You're always going to be a villain in someone's story. You can't help that. Yeah? But you're also going to be a hero in another story. None of them matter, actually. What really matters is are you being a hero to yourself? Are you allowing yourself to witness your journey of self-discovery? Your journey of and growth in awareness of who you are and your capabilities for the purpose of enjoyment. There's one thing, and this and this study humbled me, family. I'm going to keep it 100 for you. That's why every single week I teach spiritual law and language. We do this free session online, and it will go out as a podcast later on today on Spotify. And then we also have evening classes where we get one-to-one, face-to-face, and I go deeper into the laws and the sexual relationship between these laws. Because all these laws are masculine and feminine expression. Some of them androgynous, right? And they have interrelationships. And when you understand how they work, which is something I even teach my daughter, when you understand how they work, you understand how masculine and feminine can be played out in your own life. But one thing that humbled me in this study, family, is the fact that <clears throat> I've always been dedicated to my spiritual growth. I've always been de- like, re- and I'm talking about from early, yeah, from from at least 16. I've always been dedicated to that particular path, right? And what's humbled me about this understanding of the language of the spirit is that source law. The higher the law, the more power and influence it has over the other laws. So 10, your body is the last law. It doesn't have any power or influence over the other higher laws, which is why you need to grow in spiritual awareness. You get it? Which is why fasting is important. It's not that eating is bad. Fasting is important. So you can have more power over your pleasure principle. You get it? You get it? This is why abstinence is important not because sex is bad not because rubbing up yourself is bad 
and doing all your nasty, fantastic things is bad. No. It's because by abstaining from the body, you can allow yourself to have more power and control with the pleasure principle, thus allowing you to enjoy it for longer. Come on, family, drop a flame if you're in the game. Am I chatting shit or are you following me? That's all it is, family. But I used to think, like, and it's it's cool, but for me, I was like, I'm doing none of this shit. I ain't having sex. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. And it's a great path that I walked on. I'm walking on. Yes? And what this study humbled me to the fact was, which is something I forgot along the way, was you are here. This is the source law. Amen. You are here to enjoy life. And I had to remind myself, Mikel, it's okay to enjoy life, you know. It's okay to genuinely have fun for the sake of having fun. My wife tells me off a lot about this. Is that, Mikel, you don't know how to have fun. It looks like you have. I, am having, I have fun with the work that I do. But she, her argument is like, if it's not about your mission, you don't, you don't have fun. You know what I'm saying? You know, and she's like, sometimes it's good just to have fun. You know what I'm saying? You know, to the point where, like, I remembered that up until, like, 20... Up until, like, 2017, I hadn't been to Carnival in, like, over 12 years. Like, 2016, I think, 2016, 17, I hadn't been to Carnival. And I remember my wife, she sent me out the door with a bottle of, she made rum punch. She said, go. <laughs> She's like, go. Get out the door. You're going around now. You're not welcome anymore. You better go to carnival and wind yourself up on. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was like. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, that became something that was difficult for me. And I remember my friend, big up uh, Malik. If you ain't following the ghetto Sufi, that's a great page to follow, man. That's my brother. We've been in this game for a long time. I remember he said to me one time, uh, which was really powerful. He was like, you know, the greatest sages and gurus go so high on, this, on their spiritual journey. And often their greatest realization is that their greatest spiritual challenge is being human. You know, you can go to the mountains, you can fast, you can cut off all earthly pleasures, you can, you know, zone out and leave your body and go astral, you know what I said? And then you just realize that being human now becomes the spiritual challenge. Sitting down and having a laugh and talking shit becomes the spiritual challenge. You see? <laughs> and... It's such an interesting play, you know, that life, again, this is why it's not wrong or right. If you're in a space right now, family, where you need to cut everything and everyone off and go off into the mountains, shave your head bald and breathe air for nine months or nine years, do it. Similarly, if it's your time to step out, brock out, Start eating your favorite desserts and treats. 
and turning up and putting on your sexy, your sexy sexies, go and do it. Because this life, again, this isn't about wrong or right. You're from heaven and you're going back to heaven. So if you're not doing something because you believe God is watching you and wagging his white fingers, you better stop it right now. You get what I'm saying? Get that white man out of your head. You see what I'm saying, family? It's your journey. The Most High brought you into existence. You, you are a walking universe. You can never play someone's game. I'm nothing but an NPC in your life. I'm a non-playable character. You can't, as much as you might love me or hate me, you can't jump into this being and see through my lens. You can't have my genetic makeup, my coding that makes me look at life in a particular way, that sends me on particular missions. But you got yours. You got yours. And you don't get no points for trying to be like me. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. You don't get no points for trying to be like someone else. <sighs> Come on, family. Am I talking to someone right now? Am I talking to someone right now, family? Y'all get me vexed. <laughs> Real talk, family. We don't get no points for being like anybody else. You don't. There's no spiritual points for mimicking someone else's path. There's no points. The points come in understanding your game to the fullest, your unique game. Like you see your fingerprint? Eight billion people on the planet and not one people has, one person has your fingerprint design. You are your own universe. You ever seen that, that footage about the universes and the many galaxies and the many, da, da, da? you're just looking at yourself. You are that. You see? And so, there's no points for walking someone else's path. No matter how much you think. Like, I don't know, everyone out there, you know, like, because I'm a, I'm a spiritual coach and I coach a lot of people, you know, I have clients. By the way, it's July, the beginning of July. If anyone wants one-to-one -one spiritual coaching, please hit me up. I'm doing a special, special uh, offer for anyone who wants to get in the game between now and September, all right? So, but I understand that I could be an enemy in your head. You may take something I've said, something I've done, and using it as a, as a way to degrade yourself or using it as a way to empower yourself. But it's a thin line, you get what I'm saying? Something that was empowering to me when I was 18 is, is somewhat disempowering now. The ideas that I carried then that were empowering are not necessarily empowering now for the journey I need to go on. You know, and so we can use people's images, use ideas of people and what we believe of people to degrade us. And I'm telling you right now, if I'm if I sit in that space in anyone's mind, you can let me go. <laughs> you can let me. You, it's OK. It's OK. You know, what I said I don't own your journey. I can never live your journey. And there's no judgment here. Walk your path, family. Exactly how it's being called and know remember the law of your body is know that from heaven you come and heaven you will return seek not enduring works on earth and what that what that basically means is do your thing fam do your thing fam do your thing 
because the lessons you're supposed to learn from it will come regardless whether you do it or not you might as well enjoy that shit you see what i'm saying i'm gonna go into questions just now family uh i'm gonna go into questions and um also i'm opening up the live if anyone wants to do some live coaching if you want some, if you got something you want to share with me right now live then we can also do that i'm not sure how the audio will come through if a person goes live but we can try and see what happens um but also put your questions there so let's do questions family we're talking about the nature of sex and actually there's another thing i wanted to mention um you know we speak you know i traveled the, the motherland and i've been all over the motherland east northwest south central right and when it comes to this top the reason why i've been called to talk about the nature of sex is because when it comes to this topic of sexuality family all our problems we have right and all our challenges we have understanding ourselves in the realm of sexuality the closer and closer and the deeper and deeper you go into the motherland it just doesn't exist and you just go and look at other versions of yourself walking around walking around not concerned about the shit you're concerned about you see our sexual disparities and our 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 um pet peeves and our our traumas around sexuality is non-existent the deeper and deeper you go in the motherland and no one can tell me nothing because i've just sat there and witnessed all of it you get what i'm saying and so, like, people often look at me and be like, oh, Mikhail, you're so free. I'm like, I just know the truth. You get what I'm saying? You can't undo the truth when you've seen it. It's like, you get what I'm saying? You know, so another video I did today, I did a vi another video today where uh, I was breaking down um, this cloth that I wear and always usually wear during Cesarojo games. Uh, again, because there's a lot of disparity around men and how they wear such clothing, you know. Someone may identify it as a skirt, you know, and or identify it as something. And you have men who are inclined to wear those things or maybe would like to express themselves in that way, afraid, you know, afraid to. And you go to the motherland and it's like you gotta say the things we, <laughs> the things we be pausing on over here and you know uh the things we be like relegating to like a certain type of sexuality it's just it doesn't exist out there these ideas these concepts where a man can't express himself in any way through his clothing or he's less of a man because he's wearing certain things or less masculine masculinity has nothing to do with uh what you're doing on the outside it's everything to do with your principles and how you're manifesting the world outside of you you know and so again when you pull up in the motherland and you just see you know men wearing their shukas men holding hands you know what i'm saying things that are like wild here it just makes you think, where did these things come from? And because, you know, I'm a fan of history, it's like, I know they all started from the insecurities 
of white men. The insecurities and the the uh, the sexual inefficiency <laughs> of white men. You see black men walking around <laughs> these big long, you know, what I'm saying long Johnson. You know, what I'm saying black men walking around with their Johnsons, just chilling. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> wearing nothing but a little rep just talking to each other all day it's offensive to someone who can't control themselves sexually the women walking around naked and they're just having conversations they're naked just talking he said yeah how you doing yeah today i'm gonna get some water feed my family oh you i got some extra bananas that i cut today yeah man i'll come later on we're gonna build the house he's saying yeah man, i'm down <laughs> you gotta say and no, no, no funny business is going on. And again, when you pull up in the motherland, like this isn't books no more. Like when I was 16, 18, these were books. These were ideas. I've never, like I'm reading about this. Now I've lived it. And so it's even more ridiculous to me. Because you think it's something that has passed. It's actually still there. Everything we love and dream about Africa is actually still there right now. If you're willing to go and seek and find it. Because it's just our nature. We're never not going to do it. You get what I'm saying? And so someone has just come along and perverted our nature and redefined our nature. And so now we use their definitions on our nature and only degrade ourselves even further. That's just what's happening. You know? It's something I, I think about. It's like, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, you know, I'm coming from an era where you walk down the street as a black guy with other black boys and you see another group of black boys, you stare at each other for a bit and then it's like, what? 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 We saying? We saying? We saying? What's man on? What's man on? You get it? You see? Being in the motherland and coming from that, I still have that trauma. I'll be in the motherland, I'm walking down the road, maybe I'm with my guys or maybe I'm by myself and it's the same thing. Watch this, it's the same thing. The same thing, but we they just have the language to complete the exchange, right? So it's like this, walking, 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 staring, staring. Hey, it's like a smile or karibu. Whereas in the UK, we stare, it's like the natural thing happens. We want to engage, but then we're asking, what is it? Because we don't know what it is. We haven't been given the curriculum to say love. We haven't been the curriculum to say, come closer, my brother, or I love you. Or what do you need? You know what I'm saying? It's our generation that's doing that. You know what I'm saying? All the old school gangsters from London and, you know, the real Gs, they'll see each other and be like, yes, my brother, how are you? Respect my hope you're good. Much love. Bless, 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 bless. When you're young, no one gives us the, no one shows us how to communicate the next part. Which is that, hey, I see you as me and I really want to engage with you. So we ask the question, what is it? Because we don't know what it is. <laughs> it's so funny because in the motherland, literally the guy, it looks like they're screwing me. They're not screwing me, they're just trying to figure me out. And then once I say what it is, you guys saying, hey, Pamoja. 
Ah, pamoja kabisa. Ushwari, kaka, ushwari. The smart the face goes like from this. Yeah, big ass green tea gums everything. So there's been a block on our expression, there's been a block on our connection, you see? There's been a block men. There is an engagement, there's an energetic exchange that needs to happen with men, with love. You see, there is a way that we do that naturally that hasn't been spoken about. Because we're all supposed to come together in different ways, man. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's an amazing observation. And that's really one of the reasons why I love bringing people back to the motherland. Because me, I can sit here and talk about it all day. And it's, it's a lovely vision board for you. But when you step into the motherland, and experience these things, no one could take that away. Things like being comfortable in pitch black darkness with strangers walking around you. Walking through a village and nothing but firelight in the way. And you walk in bare feet and you hear in drums. You see animals walk past you, pitch black darkness. Leaves that are so big, it sounds like people are clapping. <laughs> They're fanning you. As you walk through the community, the stars shining on you, navigating your path. You walking past total strangers, people outside their house, bathing their children naked, cooking up fire. And you as a stranger walking through that community, they're asking you, Karibu, they're telling you, come closer. They're asking you if you need anything. You the stranger. Yeah? This is real life. This is real life and it's happening out there right now. Right now. There's entire, there's other realms. There's other realms. And you know those pictures we used to draw, we used to get drawn about the motherland and ancient lives and stuff. I promise you, it's time to step into that, into the frame because that is real you see? You see? And so... Yeah, man. I take full pride. That's my pride. I take full pride in exposing that for people. Family, let's go. Let's uh, put some questions, family. Let's put some questions, family. If I've probed anything... Uh, if there's anything like I told you this month we're talking about the nature of sex family let's get into the sexual conversation mm -hmm. let's get into that conversation right now family you are listening to you understand so a couple announcements we got Cheza Rojo coming up on August the 19th family Cheza Rojo this is going to be the one and only Cheza Rojo in the UK for the year Cheza Rojo August the 19th step out family the theme is wild fun and free family we're going in it's going to be the week before carnival and I'm sure we're going to have some carnival motives for you if you want to come with us I'll let you know closer to that time what we're going to be doing July the 15th family Warojo House is going to be hosting and presenting Stories We Cherish, the third birthday celebration of this brand that was started during the pandemic. Um, Stories We Cherish is a, a premium menswear brand. Excellent. 
clothing inspired by Africa and storytelling. Yeah, we're going to be hosting that. It's going to be a free event in Queen of the South in Norwood on the 15th of July. So yeah, put that date in your diary. Also, stay tuned to Waroho House, the page, because I'm constantly sharing different things from other people within the community, different events that align with us as a community and people from the community that they're doing, family, different events, experiences, ways to stay on game with your spiritual health. I am personally leading Ma'at classes, classes and sessions every Monday evening. For the month of July, family, you can pay what you like to be a part of that. So if you want to, go to the website, um, click Ma'at class, grab a ticket for this evening session, or you can book a membership where you can pay a monthly for a Royal House membership, which get you access to the class and get you access to the programs we're going to be doing afterwards and also free entry to Cheza Rojo and other experiences as well. Um, yeah, also Village Link Up. If you want to come with us to the motherland, book now. December, happening December, family. And yeah, book now, book now, book now, book now. All right, family, what are we saying? Do we have any questions? If not, we're going to keep it moving right now. You're done now already. Big up Sashel. If I smile at sister, if I have a problem, if I have a problem and they take it in offense, feel like I can't express my art freely here. But when I'm in yard, we greet the same person multiple times a day. I would say that also the onus is on you. The onus is on you to create that culture. You can express it. My art is uh, our way of life. You see? Ma'at is the natural way of life. So the, 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 the challenge is bringing the nature out of people by the way you express your nature. I see someone wants to go live. Hold on. Let me see if it actually works. Though, if uh, I might not be able to hear you, I actually might not be able to hear the person. Let me see. Let me try. Let me try at least. If not, we'll work it out another way. Family, put your questions in the question box as well. Let's get some uh, some questions going. Okay. Let me see. Last chance. All right, cool. That is not working. So, yeah, we'll leave that one there. Yeah, family. Yeah. So, family, yeah. So this is it. This is the Guanis. This is the Guanis family. We're talking about the nature of sex and the the real observation and what between studying my art and living in the motherland, what has really unfolded to me uh, is the masculine and feminine game. Each and every single person, um, each and every single person is going to play and experience that game differently. And that I've come to understand is the point of life. 
is to witness the array of ways other people play this game, this masculine and feminine game. It is what has created us all, and it is what builds the world around us. And what Ma'at does, Ma'at doesn't, Ma'at allows you to accept people for the journey that they're on. Ma'at allows you to accept people for the journey they're on, because some people have come into ex experience, like we always come, we always come, we always approach spirituality from this perspective that all of us are supposed to uh, be doing the same thing at the same time. That my ritual should be your ritual. My habit should be your habits. What a shit life that would be if that was really the case, you know? But really what it is is about, we create spaces and institutions for the various ways people are going to experience and need to navigate life. And then we create culture around what is universal concepts and needs you know like in this life and reality black people have universal needs we need to be free we need to be autonomous we need to be have positive ideas of ourselves and identity we need to understand our nature our culture and that's a need everywhere even in the motherland you know so one of the things my art really helps with is this non-judgmental space. First of all, not judging yourself and then not judging others because you know how much shit you're dealing with. To judge someone else is really not, whoever's like hardly judging someone else, like real hard on someone else, they're not, they're not self-aware. They don't, they haven't looked at themselves properly. If you've got time to judge others, people you really ain't look to yourself but like you really you really ain't look to yourself i like, like what we just have to be huh i like that we just have to be us despite how others take it just shine regardless stand erect regardless yes exactly you do because you know like i've had clients like people like I coach people from around the world, yeah? I had a client in America from uh, like South North Carolina, I think, somewhere like that. And the first conversation, like, you know, we do consultations and stuff. The first conversation she had, like I was asking, you know, like, what made you want a book? And she's like, yeah, I've been following you for a couple of years. And she was like, I'm gonna be real, Mikhail, I hated you. <laughs> I hated you, Mikhail. I was like, what? She was like, I hated, I literally hated you. I was like, there's no way. I followed you literally to see, and I thought it was cool that she kind of admitted this. She said, I followed you to see you unhappy because I couldn't believe that one person could be so happy all the time. <laughs> I followed you specifically <laughs> to see you to see you fail. And you angered me, your happiness angered me. To the point where, and I followed you for so long that I had to book spiritual coaching sessions with you because I finally realized that it was me. And that what you have is genuine for you 
and maybe you could teach me something about how I can have it for myself. That, that's a prime example of why you should always be yourself. Because guess what? This person hated me long enough to love me. This person hated me so much to the point where they had to book. It's like, damn, maybe I love this person. And that's why the age-old saying goes, the thin line between love and hate. Really, there is no hate in spiritual law. You've just defined your love in a negative way. There's no hate. There's no hate. Spiritual law doesn't have hate. It has love. There is no hate in spiritual law. Love, hate is just a, is, is a redefinition of your love. Love doesn't mean you like, just like something. Love means you put all your attention on something. And so people that hate you actually love you and are just damaged by their attraction to you. <laughs> they're in conflict. They're in conflict with how much they're attracted to you. So they want to harm, they want to express it negatively. That's why I look at some of, some of you black people and I'm like, you lot love. You lot really, really love the system. Like you love politics. You like the president. You like the PMs. You like the politicians. You like the schools. You love the rainbow community. You love like you all the stuff you profess to like not like. You love it. Might not like it, but in spiritual principle, you love it. You get it. That's how it works. So it was really, um, it's really important to always be yourself. It's really important to show up how you feel like you, you've been called to show up. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you never know how you're affecting people, so it doesn't matter. It's about how you're affecting yourself. Are you happy with what life is producing for you at the moment? Yes, then continue. No, then rethink, reshift something, try another thing. Seek not injury works on earth. You guys say it. <laughs> yeah, family. So if there's anyone out there and you're hating right, right now, come closer. Come closer. Because it's all love. You know what I say? <laughs> oh, man. Because life is beautiful. It's easy to forget those things sometimes. But yeah, stand up regardless. All right, my family, I'm going to run a rhythm. And then, uh, if there's no questions, we're going to be out of this place, family. But like I said, uh, tonight, if you want to go deeper into the nature of sex, we have a class tonight. Um, click the link in the bio. You can pay what you like and get involved in that class. On August the 19th, we're doing our very, very, very beautiful Cesarojo game for the people tickets are out now and i think there's like a couple early gamer tickets now um yeah and then yeah yeah just stay tuned for more man this summer we're getting very 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 active we're getting very very active this summer family let me give you a video right now you don't know what time it ain't we in the game right now this is one of my favorite tunes 100 drums we out here. If you got any questions before we go, put it in the question box and just enjoy. Ah. Uh.
I can't wait to see you lot, family, for our Chesaro session, man. I know it's been a while since we got in the game. Maybe nearly a year. But I'm ready. Let's go. You're done now. Family, family. Family, how many of you are tuned into me on uh spotify on spotify we got ourselves a mikhail versus i'm a piano playlist this is something i've been doing for the past year and we're just dropping new i'm a piano songs for you guys all the time so family in the name of chesaroha i got a new tune for you guys it's called big shaker let's go yeah What's the sound like? Tell me. Hey! Yeah. Put a flame if you can hear what going. Really? I, I hate when that happens, man. I hate when that happens, man. I ain't going live with nobody again. <laughs> we ain't doing that. Sorry, guys. Sorry, man. My bad. But we're going to be your family. Big Shaker's coming out. Um, Big Shaker is out right now. Go and stream that family. I want you guys to share the music, man. And um, yeah, we're going <laughs> to stay tuned because we're going to be shooting content for that right here in the UK and London as well. 
So yeah, go stream that family, click the link in my bio, get in the game. And I'm a big you farewell. I'll see you tonight if you guys want to be a part of the nature of sex, spiritual health program, conversation we've got going on tonight, family. Tap in. And then uh, yeah, much love for tuning in. Peace in. Love. Out. If you want to hear this back as well, it will be on Spotify by the end of the evening. Yeah? Alright. Peace in. Love.